Spring is springing for some of us. It has sprung for Florida State. Spring practice is on the horizon. We're going to talk that more on today's edition of Locked On Seminoles. Drake, you know what to do. Dave, let's ride. You are Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome back to another edition of Locked On Seminoles. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Drake here, and today in the stream yard, I got Dave. And as Dave said, spring has officially sprung. Dave, what are we talking about today? Drake, let's talk about what we want, our biggest wants out of spring practice. One, let's talk three wants. Um, there's plenty more than that for this team. We all want a million things. We want a national championship. We want Jordan Travis to win the Heisman. Those are too easy. Let's talk more specific things that we want to see from this team out of spring practice. No, I, mean, I can completely agree with that. Folks, we want to thank each and every single one of us, your first listen, each and every single day. And as always, as Dave says at the end, I'll put the beginning of the show. Please comment below what you want to see at spring practice, and we'll talk about it later on throughout the week. But, Dave, I want you to go first because this is your baby. This is what your, your idea over the weekend. What do you exactly, what was your, your guess your first want to see out of spring practice? Okay, so three things pop uh, just are the most obvious to me off the top of my head. I'm, I'm not going to say this is necessarily the biggest one, but I think it's the most interesting one. And the thing I think we know possibly the least about, what's the tight end room going to look like? And that's probably like the most overlooked thing about what this team's going to be to me because we bring in... We bring in Jaheim Bell and Kyle Morlock, both of whom were among the top tight end transfers in the country. Jaheim Bell is supposed to be a Swiss Army knife, one of the most athletic tight ends in the country. And those two are supplanting or replacing a tight end room that I think was dependable, if nothing else. It wasn't great. It wasn't flashy. There was nothing special about the tight end room. Um, it was just, it was, it was dependable. It was there, it was there when you needed it. You knew what you were going to get out of it. We don't know what we're going to get out of this tight end room with Jaheim Bell and Kyle Morlock, but I think a lot of us think it's going to open up this offense to a whole bunch of new different dimensions with now two guys, the size of Johnny Wilson with Wilson and Morlock that are able to line up opposite each other. Um, Jaheim Bell is going to be too fast for a linebacker to cover and too big for a safety to cover. Uh, that that's what I think we're all thinking. If, if is that what's going to materialize out there on the field? Because if so, man, did Jordan Travis come back for the greatest show on turf? There's going to be too many options for a defense to account for if that tight end room really is what we think it can be. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we see an offense akin to like not not basically scheme match, but like how fun to watch kind of like the Eagles' offense this past offseason, where you had yeah. a Jalen Hurts throwing to an AJ Brown a Devontae Smith like that you have a lot of options now for Jordan Travis to basically play with and that goes to kind of my want and my number one one overall is I want to see how Winston Wright is coming back from actually his big injury from last season I do think that Winston Wright he came in with a lot of fanfare and rightfully so his resume did back it up in the big 12 he's one of the best receivers in that conference and unfortunately he did have that car accident that did I guess you know prevent him from playing last season and I want to see 
rehabilitate-wise, he does look better. He does look fully healthy. You know, that's what we mainly wanted to see. So now I think the next step is to see actually how is he going to be able to adjust to basically going back onto the field, how he's actually going to be able to adjust to playing in in-game. Because it's, it's going to be a lot for that. I know conditioning practice, like, he looks good. But now we need to see him, you know, in contact practice and also in a game. But to me, I do want to see my number one is, like, Winston Wright, opposite of, you know, Johnny Wilson, opposite of Michael Pittman. Because Ontario Wilson is gone. You need someone to fill that void because Ontario was very reliable. He was there for everything you needed. And also he had some great plays and had some great moments last season. So to me, Winston Wright, it's for him to step up into that role. And I think he's ready for the challenge. Yeah, it's funny because you can't listen to a Florida State broadcast without being reminded that Johnny Wilson is six foot seven. Um, without, you know, uh Michael Pittman popping off the screen as like the uh guy that's just gonna go across the middle and He'll survive that hit. But what we never hear about is the fact that our our possibly our best receiver last year didn't play a snap. Winston Wright, a lot of people thought, was going to be the best receiver of that very heralded transfer class. And guess what? He still might be. Winston Wright still has a chance to be the best receiver on a team that includes Johnny Wilson, that includes Micah Pittman, that includes these tight ends coming in. So you're right. It's It's funny because those two choices by us really do mesh well together. There's a lot of options that we don't know exactly what they're going to look like this year. And if just one or two of those options we're talking about pan out, we're, we're, we're talking about an offense that is going to be really scary. Like Russell Wilson likes to say unlimited potential for this. Offense. Whoa, the, the only Russell Wilson thing that we kind of take from him is the let's ride thing. And I think the thing is freaking hilarious, but I mean, you're right too. And also, and Kyle Morlock, I mean, I just want to see him score his first touchdown because he does look like Jim Halpert from the office. He looks yep. exactly like him. I just want to have Timothy Halpert when he scores his first TDO against Miami. So, Yeah, really looking forward to that, Drake. And it's funny that you mentioned the word reliable because I think you have something reliable to tell our audience about. I do, and folks, they've been with us since day one. They'll be with us to the very end. As our friends over at Built Bar, a.k.a. Built.com, as you all know, Dave and myself, we have upcoming nuptials coming up. He's getting married. I'm getting married. And we need to get in better shape. As we know, I got the treadmill over here. I got the Peloton. Peloton's not being used. The treadmill, though, I got to get work my way back to the Peloton. And you know what we need to do besides that? We need to eat better and get right. And Bill Bar has been there to help us out. As you know, Dave is the keto connoisseur. Myself, I'm the Terry Garcia Casanova. But if you don't like those two flavors, there are 17 other delicious flavors to choose from. Because not are they now at Walmart or at Sam's Club. I have seen Built Bars in the wild, a.k.a. Publix, down here in South Florida. So head on over to Built Bar, head on over to Built.com today to get your delicious, nutritious treat. Because, folks, in 2023, we're getting healthier together. All right, Dave, we're back. We're rocking and rolling here. Locking on symbols, and folks, we want to thank each and every single one of you bringing us your person each and every single day. Now, Dave, you started off. I had a last one, so now it's back over to you. What's one of your other wants you need to see through spring practice? Okay, so this, I think, is more of a luxury than anything, but it may ultimately not be in terms of Florida State meeting its potential. Um, on the defense, I think the, the last two for me have to be on the defense. And frankly, the fact that the, the first want for me wasn't on the defense, I don't think that's an indication that I think that the offense has more to prove or more to improve than the defense. That's not the case. The offense was ahead of the defense last year. Don't I don't care what the advanced stats tell me. I have eyes. Um, and I expect the offense to be ahead of the defense going into this year. If if this team's going to meet its potential, defense is going to need to 
not be the liability on the field. They're not going to need to rely on the offense to necessarily methodically move down the field every time to buy them time. So what I'm most curious to see from this spring practice is who in the heck is going to step up to fill the field general's role at safety to replace Jamie Robinson. Um, I think a lot of people are just still hoping that Akeem Dent in this, I, I, I think this will be his last year here, right? I, I think, I think a lot of people still believe in his massive amount of potential. Like you see so many plays, right? You do too, Drake. You've been, Dude, he's been one of my favorite. He's one of my favorite players to be honest. You see it all there, and you saw it in high school too. The kid. That's why I call Akeem the Dream. That the man has all the tools in his arsenal to be one of the best safeties in the country. He, he really, really does. And it's frustrating that he hasn't become that yet. Um, especially with Jamie Robinson here, I expected that to make his life a lot easier, so that on the other side he would flourish. He he's he was good last year, and at times he was better than good. And I still he think he's healthy. He's healthy. That's I, a big thing. I know. Thing I know. And look, if this can be that year for him, you could see him have a Jamie Robinson type year where he plays himself into a top three round pick in the NFL. Yeah, he absolutely has that type of potential. But more importantly, him playing to that type of level, um, I, I don't I don't know who's a more likely fit to step up in that role. Like, you know, I would love to see Travis J, who a lot of people have forgotten is on this roster, uh, just suddenly become what I thought Travis J was going to become, what his high school tape told me he could become. That's that's not the most likely scenario here. If it's not Akeem Dent, I really don't know who it's going to be. Shaheem Brown's a little young for that, I think. A, a lot of people have high hopes in him, too. It's year three. It's year three for him. Excuse me, right. But I... I just I, I don't know that he's ready yet for that spotlight. Uh, Akeem Dent, I, I don't know who it's going to be if it's not him. So I'm really hoping for a big spring out of him. Well, I know he's going to be a good one. I mean, he's, he has, I think, that um, that strong safety spot already locked up. We need someone who's going to assign him to me. I mean, that's a, that is a valid uh, guess, concern. You do see some cornerbacks, I guess, you are actually tra- are transitioning back over to safety. I know people... We're thinking about Renardo Green, but Renardo Green actually was your best corner overall last season. He definitely you know, weapon X, you know, stood up and showed out. And that kind of goes to my thing where I want and see, I want and need to see a strong and pure development when it comes to the cornerback room. I do want to see, we saw players like Kevin Knowles and an Amarion Cooper, who they had great, they had very good, very solid professional campaigns. And they took a little bit of a step back uh, this past season. And now we know a little bit more. After the fact of the season, there's a lot. There were a lot of injuries that plagued this team last season that a lot of players did play through. And to me, I would need to see a fully healthy Kevin Knowles and a Mario Cooper for this season. Also, I want to see who we got Renardo on the field. You got Renardo. I want to see AZ Thomas also, also take the next step up and be your number one two corner uh, alongside a Pentro Cypress. And Pentro Cypress, all we've heard about him is that he is the real deal actually from over at UVA. And to me, if you look at the depth of the extra cornerbacks room now, like we always said, it's the most talented room at the school at, with the program. I mean, if you're seeing Jaron Jones as, your, as a, you know, your swing cornerback, like that's not bad at all. The kid actually showed that he's, he's come a long way from his first few seasons here. And to me, he's, he's starting to become a leader kind of in that room and kind of like set the tone for everybody else. So to me, I want to see development from the cornerbacks. And I think that starts and ends also with Patrick Sertain. I want to see, what he truly is made of because he was in the NFL and he did help out players like Cater Kohu for the Dolphins. So I want to see if he's able to bring that to FSU. And I think he actually will be able to I'll do that in full. Uh, do that in full. So, yeah, I, I, 
you know, I always say this, that I think the defensive backroom last year and even the last few years has remained the most talented position group on Florida State's roster. I think by recruiting talent, that would remain true. It's just every year, Florida State, if nothing else, is able to bring in four-star and, and the occasional five-star in the DB room. And that was where our last five-star left on the roster was. So, look, I, I, I agree with you. I think I think a lot of people, you know, see that stat about how Florida State allowed the least air yards in the ACC and are like, oh, wow, the coverage must have been pretty good. Coverage was very good last year. It was 54th in the country, and that was largely due to the cornerback play. Like you're saying, Pat Sertan has his job cut out for him, I think. You're right. There's a lot of technique that needs to be unlearned and retaught, and it, it just – there, there were just so many times where you looked out there and you wondered what these kids were learning in practice because, like, like they're so athletic and a lot of these kids are so strong and fast. And it's just like knowing where they were supposed to be on the field and what technique they were supposed to use with the receiver at certain points that just was so confusing and led to breakdowns that just did not need to happen with the guys we have here on the roster. It did not seem to me to be a personnel issue seem to be a coaching issue. We've addressed the coaching issue and brought in a guy who has demonstrated he knows cornerback technique in his career in both playing and coaching. I absolutely expect him to write that ship. And if he does, and that's no longer a liability, cornerback play. And if, you know, we can go three deep at that position reliably. Yeah, that's that's going to make this defense leaps and bounds better. I'm right there with you. No, I completely agree. And folks, please don't go anywhere. We have a few words from our sponsors, and then we'll wrap up today's show with the last segment as I hand the ball off to Dave, as is tradition. All right, Dave, we are in the last segment of today's show. As always, I'm going to hand the ball to you. What do you want to talk about before we send the folks out on their merry way this afternoon? Okay, here. So we're going to do our third want of spring practice here, but I'm going to throw this to you, and I'm going to ask you, what is your biggest luxury want not something that we necessarily need this year but something that you would just really like to see that you would you think would be one of the big biggest luxuries for this team going into 2023 i want Kazai home to be rb2 mm. and i'm saying that because i think that the running back room truly is elite at this point i really do have high i mean i have high hopes i mean we've seen trey benson like show out basically when trey Sean war went down he took a stranglehold on the running back room, as we, I think we both predicted, actually heading into next uh, last season, and rightfully so he did. And LT is still there. LT is still performing well. Uh, if we're able to see a Kazai Holmes that actually is able to take the RB2 spot and actually be solidified there, that means you have four legitimate RB2 options actually out there, and you can be a lot more creative with your play calling. And that's something that we saw Mike Novell at Memphis with a Kenneth Gainwell a Tony Pollard, a uh, Antonio Gibson, when he has that like four horseman mentality, actually with the running back room, that's what you want to see at Florida State when you have a Trey Benson, elite, probably might, could be a Doug Walker award watch list winner, Kaziah Holmes, a player that out of high school was a top-rated recruit. You have Lawrence Dole Philly, who is basically, when he's in space and when he has move, when he has room to you know make people miss, it's really damn fun to watch. He's extremely elusive. He's got the little lightning bolt below his name for playing Madden, actually with with the team and then you have rodney hill who also i think that basically he's he, he's already almost there he's already a big kid he's already a fast kid he reminds me a lot of Devontae freeman when he runs the ball so to me when you have those four players all in unison and because that actually shows that he actually is more of a bigger take than what she thought he was when he first came in as a scott team player 
to me, that's the most luxury one I think is even Steam. Yeah, that's that is a good choice, and I I think that would have been a choice for either arguably for non-luxury because Trey Benson is not going to be able to play every snap this year. There's going to be times where he's not on the field, and it was really easy for that last year when you just knew that was going to be Trey Sean Ward instead. That that's that was a luxury having having two running backs of that quality was a huge luxury. We we have the talent on the roster, I think, to replicate Trayshawn Ward's production last year. Um, it, you're right. It's just going to be a matter of who steps up. And I agree with you. I would love to see that be Keziah Holmes. I love his tape. Penn State thought a lot of him. Uh, th- there was no bad reason he left Penn State. He wanted more playing time. He's going to have an opportunity here. I'm really excited to see that. My choice is going to be, again, on the defensive side of the ball. I don't. I, I, here's the reason I think this is a luxury. Jared Verse last year made a lot of people feel like Florida State had one of the most premier pass rushing units in the country, right? If you go down, though, the list of the best pass rushing teams, Florida State was 38, which means that Jared Verse's elite performance last year managed to keep us alone in the top 40. But the problem was reliability and consistency opposite him because Go look at the PFF grades for our pass rushers. Jared Verse was by far first on the team, 87.4, right? And if you go below him, find the next pass, find the next edge rusher and you, that's played more than seven snaps. And you got to go down to Pat Payton at 67.6. Below him, you got to go down to Leonard Warner, 65.3. And lastly, Derek McClendon, 62.7. Drake, none of those grades get the job done for pass rushing. Um, I do have faith that one of those guys, just one of Patrick Payton or Derek McClendon, most likely is going to be the one to figure it out. Um, we've, we've brought in more options through the portal. We, the talent is here. Um, the coaching does not seem to be an issue. Jared verse flourished. So I, I'm just really hoping one of the edge rushers opposite Jared verse is going to make his life easier. Maybe. Give them a reason not to double team Jared Verse and single cover or to get, put a single lineman on whoever's on the other side. And it, I don't think that's too much to ask for. Maybe it, it might, it just might be a luxury for this team, though, depending on if Jared Verse is the monster we think he could be this year. I mean, no, I completely agree with you. Though I do have a lot of faith in Jared McClendon and also Dennis Verse with the thing moving in on, in on the inside. And I think last one I want, uh, luxury. Uh, want that we have is I think the the defensive tackle spot I think it just solidified right and now we just want to see basically a player like maybe I want to for this is me getting greedy I want to see one of the younger kids like a Bishop Thomas or a Daniel Lyons because I do think the world of both those kids and I think those kids are going to be players that are going to be able to replicate not replicate but basically fill the vo- fill the void that that both um Braden Fisk and Fabian Love are going to be leaving Fab- Fabian Love especially because Fabian Love has been basically your most consistent player on defense for the past few seasons. Um, and he's someone that basically has worked to where he's at now. And that basically he's a tough kid. Uh, he's a strong kid. And that's someone that basically I want to see the younger kids say, Hey, you need to, you need to look up, uh, look, look over at what Fabian's doing. Cause that kid definitely sets the tone and sets kind of the, uh, the template of what you want to do actually as a defense, defense tackle uh, and the power five uh, calls football. But Dave, we have reached today's end as always. You know what? Not as always, I'm throwing the ball back over to you. Please, as always, as you always do, send the folks home. Yes, everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here on Locked on Seminoles. 
We love you. We appreciate you. We could not do this without you. For our podcast, find us anywhere you find your podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Google Play, and other places for the YouTube. Give the video a like if you could. If you would, it takes two seconds, and we greatly appreciate it. Also, if you could subscribe to the channel, ding the little bell, turn those notifications on, find out when our episodes drop, and of course, leave us a comment. What are your biggest wants to see out of spring practice, and what is your biggest luxury item you'd like to see? For Dave, this is Drake, and we'll see you all next time on Locked on Sentinels. Take care, everybody. Go Knowles.